let's say you're talking about the root of a tooth. And so you have your science book, and there's a really good drawing in the science book of the tooth, but what if you actually passed around a tooth with the gross root hanging down and they could actually touch it, and ew, that's gross, I think this is a cow tooth or something. It's gonna make a lot more sense to them, and they're gonna remember it a lot better. I believe that good teachers feel like it's their job. It's my job not just to present the material and say, here it is, here are the three branches of government or plants or diagramming, whatever it is. You need to learn it there, I'm done. But to get my students to want to learn it, to get them excited about it, to think, this is fun, I can do this. It becomes achievable if we do present it the right way. A lot of people have asked me about educational activities and that's actually doing things in the classroom other than just lecturing or filling in workbook things. Why do we do it? Number one, it involves the students. Rather than just sitting there listening, they're actually involved doing something. I think that helps get them, number two, excited about learning because they're involved in it, they're taking more of an active part, and it's more exciting, more fun. And the third part is I think then that participation helps them care. Takes, helps them take more of a stock in learning. They're gonna care more about their test grades, about what they're learning, because they're involved in it. They're not just sitting there listening passively. And I think if we believe in what we're teaching, we th think it's exciting, we think it's fun, we like to be involved with it, well then let's get them involved with it as well. They'll get excited about it if we are, and if we find ways to get them excited about it. Their understanding increases. If they're just sitting there listening about the judicial branch on the legislative branch, it might be kind of boring, but what if they're the judge now? And what can they do if they don't like a law? There's gonna be much greater understanding going on because they have to think through the process, what can we do if we're the judges and we don't like the law they just passed? How do we do it? One of the easiest things to do is to actually get an item that you're talking about. And these it's not hard to do this. Um, I go to thrift stores, garage sales, you'd be surprised. If you're studying the Native Americans, you can talk about they hunted or whatever, but what if you could pass around? And again, it, you can get these things on eBay for, for really pretty cheap. And I tell them, this is like a thousand years old. Chipping at this and then using it to scrape a hide and you get to hold it, in your, you see how it fits in the palm of your hand? You get to hold this and then I'll pass it around. And it's a little bit annoying because they'll be, well, I'm trying to talk or we're reading the book. One of the literature stories, we were reading had a story about a chamber pot when they had no clue what a chamber pot was. And so um, I purposed, I'm gonna try to find a chamber pot. And here I found two of them within a short time period, but here is a chamber pot. And back when the outhouse was out back and it was 20 degrees outside and you didn't wanna walk downstairs and walk across the backyard to the outhouse, this was a little chamber pot they had underneath their bed and they, oh, gross and everything, but th they know what a chamber pot is. So. I might not pass that around, they might not want to touch it. Something else I love to do for history, when I was a little girl, we had to get map colors, and I always tell my students this at the beginning of the year. So I would go to the store with my mom, and I would get my big chief tablet and my pencils or whatever, and then we, we called them map colors, but they're those colored pencils, this little pack of colored pencils, and they were beautiful, red and green and blue and orange, and, and then we'd put them in our little school supply box, 
and we'd go to school and I think I remember one time, like in four or five years of elementary school, that we actually colored a map with it. And at the end of every year, I'd have these map colors that had never been touched. And I was like, why don't the teachers let us use our map colors? They're beautiful. And so I determined when I was a teacher, and I've done this with 11th and 12th graders, that we're gonna color maps. For instance, today we're learning about the uh, North Atlantic slave trade. And so we're gonna get a map tomorrow and we're gonna you know go from Africa and we're gonna you know use whatever color uh, I always try to pick some color that correlates with what we're learning and they're gonna you know draw the arrow down to the West Indies and then we're gonna draw an arrow up and then um, draw the arrows on there or color this state whatever I have an example here this was a history test and on the back of it they had to mark the territory that was claimed by Russia red and the territory that was claimed by Britain orange and the Louisiana Purchase and the 49th parallel. So not only do we do this in class, but I like to add it to my test. They have so much fun. They, get, they pull all their colors out, make all kinds of noise, and they love it. They're seventh and eighth graders, and they sit there and they color their maps, and it adds to their understanding. We do that with our diagramming. Like, they use red and green and purple. It's like the little green barrel, inside the little red barrel, inside the little orange barrel. We're finding all these little beauty things. Some of my students' papers are just beautiful with purple and blue and green and, and they're, they're sitting there changing their colors and they're marking it and they've got to be noticing it more. I know they are rather than just there's your blue pen and you mark all the subjects and verbs. To use color is such a simple way and yet it makes them look at it and there's green and there's red and there's blue just on this one page and there it's causing them to look at it in a different way to pay more attention than if they were just writing. I think it's contagious. If they are excited about diagramming, I can diagram down, down clauses. I can do, make an A on this really hard test about all the different branches of government. Then they're gonna get excited about learning itself. They're gonna get excited about school and their whole attitude is gonna, can, can be improved or can even change. For more free resources that support teaching and learning, visit the docforlearning.org.